0: Oh my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know.
1: Just don't open yourself up don't to them. I'm man. Do I'm not tired. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it!
0: Stop running! Go back in.
1: Do not f***ing run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him.
0: Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. The internet's only podcast that's looking you, the audience, square in the face and telling you we were right all along.
1: (laughs) Wow! (laughs) And I'm Eric Hufnagel.
0: Yeah, I'm Joel Kleinberger. and
1: And we're always right.
0: Anybody who ever had a doubt about whether or not we were making too much fun of how often it seems like Zach dominates aaron just needs to look at this episode (laughs) oh
1: man oh my god i love this episode i'm so glad we had a good good episode after what a fucking downer this season's been
0: yeah yeah i mean so you know birdcage theater started us in a good direction and eastern state penitentiary shit you know what i fucking did i looked up how to pronounce that word and i already fucked it up it's
1: it's just like, it's sort of like when you say, like, instead of saying, like, caramel, you say caramel. <laughs> it's like that. It's it's penitentiary.
0: You know, it makes me feel better about all of the times I make fun of Zach saying thur, and uh, how hard thur. I go on him on that. <laughs> thur.
1: People want to get their hands on the silver.
0: We are, we are talking about... Ghost Adventures Season Two, Episode Six, and they are at the Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The
1: Eastern State Penitentiary. That sounded like alien-ish. did. Physical touch. Men's shower. Aaron.
0: I got to say, as far as, like, a recipe for a haunting, pretty good. It's a pretty good one. Yo,
1: so good. I mean, like, this this prison dates back to the 1800s. Yeah, opened in
0: 1829.
1: Fuck, man. Like, what a shit time to be in prison. And the descriptions of, like, how they treat these people is just fucked.
0: You know, this got me thinking of where we are at with prison, and we're now really just having the conversation about how, for the most part, if we want to have an ethical society, that prison should be there to exist to not punish, but rehabilitate people and address the things that are happening in their lives that caused them to commit crime. In the 1800s, I love, I love the timeline of this prison because they, they throw Benjamin Franklin under the bus for this one, for basically in this episode (laughs) they credit him with coming up with the idea for solitary confinement which is bullshit okay i looked into this because i was like that seems wrong
1: well it was the quakers it was not his fault he was he had a he had a party and the quakers showed up and (laughs) they were like hey you know how these fucking people are gonna find god by being locked in a room forever (laughs) by themselves because we're Quakers, and we and we fucking, like, everything must be the dullest, most drab, sad shit.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And meanwhile, uh, Ben Franklin uh, coughs up some of the opium smoke that was just blown in his face out of a soiled dove's cranny <laughs> after he's been butt-chugging <laughs> brandy all day. And, you know, and he was just like, yeah, dude, why
1: not? <laughs> sounds pretty good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll sign off on it. I'm going to be dead in three years after this conversation, so I'm not going to really care. Because <laughs> that's the thing. People started talking about it in, like, 1787. The motherfucker was dead three years later. It's that his fault, Zach. Get off his dick. Jesus. Dude,
1: not cool. I'm not going to do that no more. Zach starts us off, like, pretty hard. And I'm going to have to drop in a fashion report, like, right away. Oh, yeah. As I've been doing. Oh, as yeah. I have been one to do. Give me the thermometer right, real quick. Look, look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body.
0: Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird,
1: bro. I think the last episode really rubbed off on him because he starts us off like dressed like a goth cowpoke uh he's got like a button-up kind of kind of like cowboyish shirt yeah you know some cool fucking incantation shit written on the chest behind Mm -hmm. a pocket oh yeah and and he's and on the back it's got like a rose in the middle of like a diamond encrusted cross with like a bunch of swirlies and stuff it looks like the most expensive ass shirt and it also looks like a very high level item
0: oh yeah oh yeah this is this is if you're playing red dead redemption online and somebody rolls into (laughs) town on the back of their their horse you know
1: you pay they paid real real like a real 50 dollars for the shirt in the game actual money
0: which is why they don't play the game anymore, because every time they go into town, they immediately get, like, shot by three fucking people. Just out of the blue. Just like, uh, nerd.
1: Get those nerds! Nerd! Nerd! But also, his hair looks like it it hit him from behind. Like, <laughs> at a high speed. You know,
0: Eric, I was a little bit sad when I saw him in his, his garb, because I was so looking forward to your theory Continuing oh, I know. to maintain. But, Eric, <sighs> but, but.
1: Yeah.
0: Something about his outfit really scratched my brain. It's like that shirt looked so very specific. And I realized that that is some Johnny Cash fucking wannabe Ooh. cowboy wear. Johnny Cash wow. wore shirts like that all the time. And you know what Johnny Cash is? Very was famous?
1: much a Johnny Cash.
0: You know what he was famous for?
1: He was famous for. Uh, for doing heroin. singing in a prison oh, also awesome oh, prison oh, blues oh, yeah. it
0: is on theme Eric <laughs> that's is on theme your theory <laughs> maintained
1: wow I do I do believe, oh, I still
0: believe. insert Tom Capello uh so the, <laughs> again when I did my research like this was a a novel concept and like it was started with good intentions because mostly <laughs> what people did when they dealt with prisoners or criminals before this kind of stuff is public humiliation and hard labor until people were dead
1: uh, yeah i mean that's rough
0: the whole pitch is the these people are committing crimes because of the taint and ills of society so you remove them from all of the taints and ills of society put them in a cage by themselves and then they get to think about stuff and they'll come out better what really happened though
1: yeah they'll they'll meet god
0: well they did start meeting god but then they you know if you've ever actually talked to somebody who thinks they saw god you usually don't think that they're the most sane people
1: Right, right. They stared into the abyss, the abyss stared back.
0: Yeah, it didn't go well for Eastern State Penitentiary. It only lasted about 100 years before they realized that solitary confinement was like the worst form of torture and it didn't rehabilitate anybody.
1: It's it's all like isolation tanks. Like everyone was in a in a like solitary confinement, every single prisoner. It was like that was that's fucked. That you you are going to absolutely like drop people out of here way more fucked up than they were when they came in
0: oh and it's not even so the extent was not even like just that they're trapped in their cells they were put in like isolation hoods anytime they were in like they couldn't even see or talk to people in passing
1: yes oh and zach got so excited as an editor did you notice how excited he got about that image Oh, of, of the prisoner in the hood and he like does a quick cut in on it and it's like Ehh! like he just oh man he knew that picture was scary and he milked it holy
0: crap that is scary man basically what happened is after after they figured out that solitary confinement is just torture then they just switch to good old fashioned torture mm-hmm. I, I'd like to be in that round table discussion where it's all these like you know, learned people who are like, you know, after a hundred years, we've established that this is inhumane. We can't keep doing solitary confinement. What should we do? And
1: like every time I imagine a Quaker, I just think of Quaker's oats. So I think of that guy, <laughs> that like round, chubby face, like like red, red cheeked, like happy looking old man with like big yeah. big hat. You know, just being like being like, well, if we put them in 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 a box for long (laughs) enough they will meet god
0: (laughs) now i'm just imagining this roundtable discussion where people are like well what if we just you know tied them outside and put cold water on them in the winter so they became human icicles (sighs) or gag them so if they move their tongue would get ripped out or chain them to a a mad chair
1: certainly they'll meet god
0: (laughs) and then the quaker oak guy is just like
1: well what
0: if we feed them only oats
1: This episode is so good especially if you if you like are analyzing it God there's little things that you won't catch if you're not watching carefully and it's just ah uh, yeah it's a treasure this is a treasure of an episode and it's supposed to be one of the most again he said this multiple times One of the most haunted places in the world. Yeah. Right?
0: Which is every place they go to, but whatever,
1: sure. Every place, every place they go to, yeah. (sighs) I'm starting to
0: smell some weird stuff, stuff too. Yeah, are you smelling that?
1: that?
0: It just hit me over here.
1: (laughs) Kind of like sulfur.
0: We'll start with our first guest, Catherine Driver.
1: And she's the one that, that, uh that was on a ghost hunt
0: well so actually again i did i did some research she is she is uh credited as author and eyewitness mm. oddly enough zach does not mention that she and her husband at the time founded the ccprs the chester county paranormal research society another oh. case of zach not shelling out for
1: his, his, his oh, ghost crew. oh threatened
0: According to uh, Catherine's IMDB blurb that she wrote herself about herself, yeah. she, she is divorced, so maybe, maybe Ooh. a ghost wasn't the only thing that got a hold of that booty
1: area. I'm sorry, I just felt something touch me in this area. Here. <sighs> You're very beautiful. You're okay. Why don't you like men? It's it's a it's a paranormal flirtation.
0: It is a very <laughs> and Zach is getting into it again in the subtle <laughs> things like every time that they're inter- being interviewed, he's he's trying to wiggle closer to her, just trying to get in there, trying to get close.
1: He's taking up a lot of space around her, and she's a very small woman, and he he I mean we know that Zach loves that.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, when Uh, he is around a small woman,
0: he feels so swole. Well, and that's why I think he likes to just step over everything that she says, because her interview, when she's talking about (laughs) her her, her first encounter there, where (gasps) she's talking about how, like, her and her friends were walking through and they all started crying because they were sad or whatever. And they felt like this gust of cold wind. Yeah. And
1: then Zach's like, oh, well, you know, (laughs) that happened to me. That happens to us all the time. (laughs)
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. zach decides immediately that her portion of the interview about being cold is over and it's time for zach to talk about
1: it zach the way i wrote it in my in my notes was zach doesn't like to let this woman tell her story and that's all i wrote
0: <laughs> next thing we knew we felt this cold chill just go
1: whizzing right past us as if did it kind of go through you did you feel right because we do that a lot right nick yeah i mean we'll be walking around and all of a sudden just a blast of air just hits you and then you react with goosebumps your hair stand up we think that's like spirit energy
0: they interview another ghost author that they have a little bit more respect for which is charles j adams charles j
1: adams charles
0: charles Ams. as
1: in the non as in the singular <laughs> it's a singular he's the only one
0: he's the first charles
1: he's the only ch- yeah he's the first charles and then there were then there were many
0: yeah everything every he begat the rest of the charles is throughout time
1: and space <laughs> charles <laughs> charles sounds like a like a like some sort of like ogre, like an orc name. Charles Bloodletter! <laughs> Charles, Charles of the Skull Clan! <laughs>
0: oh, fucking, fucking Charles is the, the next author uh, guest, and something going forward, all of these guests, uh, they're all either amateur or professional paranormal investigators which kind of throws their testimony really? a little bit in, yes oh
1: that makes a lot of sense
0: the only person that isn't is the the host the program manager of the prison who is right. Sean Kelly uh, He he's but he's got he's like a fucking great like I could listen to this guy talk about crazy fucking prison shit all day he's got a beautiful voice a great
1: presence and he and he's, and he's, yeah, he's one hell of a storyteller. He, like, he tells some, like, cool fucking stories. And Zack has to jump in with his, like, fucking rodeo clown shit in the middle of every single good story and be like, huh, that, well, that's how we do it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, murder? What a sick mother, you know.
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's the, that's the <laughs> one that's, like, the most egregious because... Uh, Sean is telling the story about how like one of the most brutal murders from a uh, a prisoner to a guard was in the uh the 1830s a a prisoner by the name of Joseph Taylor disassembled a sewing machine and then clubbed an officer to death well
1: first he's like he's like so he was schizophrenic and he's like yeah and so he's like oh okay and you'd think like okay so so like you know yeah he's schizophrenic so like He's going to do some like pretty f- weird shit. Uh and then immediately he's like, "Oh, he killed him in cold blood and then he went and took a nap?" Yeah. <laughs> what a sick. And then he can't say motherfucker, mm. so he just goes Mm-mm.
0: An ammer effort. He's like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Also, uh did you notice that when they mentioned murder uh during the like little like Montage of images when they mention murder, it just cuts to the silliest fucking like 1800s cartoon of like a bunch of like dandy fops having a row, yeah. This is and like one of them is like kicking the buttocks of the other one with his pointed (laughs) shoe. I did see that. (laughs) A bit of a tussle. Oh, a bit of a row,
0: indeed. I dare say, we're going to kick some dust up today, <laughs> me <my> gents.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I point my chin up at you, good sir. I bite my and thumb. And my knuckles will meet your mouth. <laughs>
0: I dare say, manservant, please take my, my buttoned shoes off so I might dig my toes into his rectum.
1: Uh, <laughs> Bring me my pointed buttocks kickers <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, I think people in uh, Philadelphia in the eighteen hundreds <laughs> definitely didn't sound like that.
0: No, most of the I mean they were probably <laughs> People in Philadelphia in the 1800s are probably like hardcore motherfuckers. That was not a happy time to be in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, they were probably using all those swear words we learned about in the last one.
0: Dude, they were blam-jamming so hard.
1: <laughs> you consarned blam-jamming! I'ma put you in solitary confinement!
0: You know that there's... They can't play those kind of evps on on camera so there's all those censored (laughs) glam jam takes
1: oh god it's so upsetting so upsetting because there's you know there's so many good good evps that are just somebody going glam jam
0: shit every episode all the ghosts know that they just like ruin it by saying blam jam and so like they have like an like a (laughs) raiders of the lost ark sized archive of just like recordings that they wheel back and they're just like another (laughs) another hard drive filled with
1: blam jams (laughs) oh no (laughs) Oh, oh man there's several beeps, I'm okay, sure cool. Beeps are good
0: <laughs> So Zach, Zach calls that guy a blam jamming Emmer
1: <laughs> Mother loving blam jammer
0: <laughs> So yeah, after um, Zach continuing to talk To Mr. Sean Kelly Sean Kelly informs him That he has a death ledger That shows that there are Hundreds, Eric, hundreds?
1: Hundreds Hundreds? <laughs> hundreds
0: There, there's hundreds
1: and then they both take a look at the camera at the same time and go hundreds
0: <laughs> and then they high five and they skateboard out into the sunset i i do love this death ledger skit because it what it, it is a very interesting document and it does make me sound and feel like a goddamn giant <sighs> what do you
1: think of death note
0: the font on the death <gasps> ledger Looks like the font on Death Note, and I've never even watched that shit. I've just seen the memes.
1: Yeah, I've never watched it either.
0: Yeah, because we're too busy out there getting
1: pussy. Oh my god, I'm so tired of how much sex I've been having.
0: Eric, I've been blam jamming crannies of soil doves left and right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, you are one. <laughs> Uh,
0: we're fucking so stupid okay
1: The enormity of of their flat brain the enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming
0: i love how serious of a document this is because it shows how all like all the people died suicide by hanging suicide by hanging suicide
1: by hanging yeah suicide by opening throat with with a knife like oh my god god that's so metal excellent like god can you imagine just like opening your own throat fuck oh god every time i think it ooh, it, like it's like when you like see somebody's balls get punched and you like feel it like i just think about it you know like i'll give you credit it hurt But I liked
0: it. Most of the ledger sounds really sad, but of course, Zach Bagans being a professional rodeo clown. What does he find?
1: You know, they finish off their whole, like, death ledger skit, right? And they close it. And Zach like does this thing where I think he overthought it <laughs> and just sh- shouldn't have fucking done it. And instead, at the end, he's like, "Hang on, I just gotta, just gotta do one thing." And he just like puts his hand on the death ledger, like on the top of it, and just goes, uh, "Yeah, uh, uh, it's just like well, I had to do that." <laughs> like I don't know what he thought was gonna happen, <laughs> like. Like, he thought he was going to get, like, powers or, like, magical shit was going to happen. Or, like, everyone around him was going to be like, dude, dude's a badass. But nothing happened. And so he just, like, he didn't calculate beyond that point. So he just yeah. puts his hand on it and he just goes, Ugh, fuck. Uh, like, anyways, um... <sighs>
0: <laughs> this is this is literally the most vulnerable that we've seen Zack uh, since... Episode two, where he realized that he is just harassing an old woman at her home. And this is like that same level of awkwardness where he's just like, uh,
1: uh, 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 oh oh uh, yeah, he, he really didn't calculate. And then he, like, turns to the camera and he's like, uh, everyone thinks I'm crazy because I'm like, wild card. Uh.
0: And, this, and then um, uh, Sean Kelly. He plays a lot. You know, he's he's a smooth operator. He's like, no, no. But a little bit.
1: Yeah, but the whole thing just feels like it fell flat <laughs> and, like, yeah. fucking, like, everyone just kind of shrugs the whole thing off.
0: It's the energy of a performer coming up at his first open mic with too much energy right away and then they're like yeah how you doing and then everybody in the audience is just like <laughs> silent and then he like
1: tries to fart in the mic <laughs> he tries to fart in the mic and there's no fart and he's just like uh, uh, sorry anyway uh. um, um. <laughs> this is our fort nachos it's my spanish comedy we need to talk about the taming of Aaron Goodwin. Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: <coughs> the most deadly form of punishment was known as the Iron Gag. Uh, Where
0: are we gonna put Aaron to put Aaron in the barn? Exactly, exactly, exactly.
1: Do it! Please don't hurt The taming of Aaron Goodwin is such a such a beautiful short scene. Where Zach, Zach is describing a device that they used to put in the mouths of prisoners who, what, screamed too much?
0: It, any Anybody who, like, spoke out of line, basically, they put them in the iron gag.
1: Blam jam! Oh! oh. <laughs> I'm the new guard. I'm telling you to get in your cells and never get out. Like, they've got Aaron on the ground with this fucking device in his mouth holding his mouth open and like wrapped around his tongue and he's like uh, uh," (laughs) just writhing at the feet of zach and zach visibly turned on by this obviously
0: lording over him yeah
1: like like loving like looking down at his little stinky dog (laughs) his little bad boy his naughty boy who spoke out of turn. Oh,
0: God, to be a fly on the wall when Zach Bagans pitched this
1: to Aaron. And he's like, no, dude, it's going to look fucking sick, dude. Like, remember when I ate the light bulb? Like, remember that? Like, that was sick. That looks dope. We use that all the time. We're probably going to want to use this all the time because it looks so sick.
0: And I think the, you know, what really stands out about this scene to me is like, Aaron is deeply uncomfortable, and he there. The way the shot ends, obviously, Zach thought it was <laughs> badass, but like the look, yeah, yeah. It, it cut like it zooms in and like starts like distorting over Aaron closing his mouth and looking like <laughs> if you freeze frame that, that would be a Werner Herzog moment for sure.
1: Yeah. It looks like the final Polaroid taken of a person before they went missing. You know, like, it's just, like, it's so fucked up. And here
0: we find the last, last bit of self-respect burned out of the bottom of the Ghost Adventures crew. His mouth forced to be (laughs) agape.
1: Aaron has finally reached the bottom of the beta bitch life. He is now officially full beta.
0: You could see the revelation cross his eyes as he realizes that this will be his station for the rest of his life. Perhaps even in death should Zack be correct about the existence of the afterlife. And Eren, his smooth brain, <laughs> grasping with the reality... <laughs> Suddenly, a small amount of self-recognition flashes in his eyes before being squashed.
1: I wouldn't see anything erotical here. I would see fornication and asphyxiation and choking and fighting for survival. And, of course, there's a lot of misery. But it is the same misery that is all around us. Then we get to Al Capone, which... Fucking A, man. They milk this shit so hard. He was only there for, like, eight months. Yeah, he didn't
0: even die there. Like, what's the point? In
1: 1929, Chicago gangster Al Capone served an eight-month sentence in this cozy cell for carrying a concealed weapon. No! He was there for eight months, and then they're like, well, he's the only famous one, so we're gonna, like... you know act like this is a big deal and they and they're acting like his ghost is there and it's like fucking come on
0: well eric you put homeopathy on the table so now ghosts are everywhere i guess since homeopathy is real cum is haunted and he was in a small place (laughs) by himself for eight months that place probably has a little bit of leftover al capone juice if you know what i mean
1: Ooh. Al cum Al Kakum. I didn't get that, that fell flat. I thought it in my head it formulated way better.
0: <laughs> Al cum sounds like No, it's
1: Alcumpone. Alcompone.
0: There we go. <laughs> Everybody clap. We made it. We crossed the finish line of the joke. <laughs>
1: I thought, I thought Zach Bagelhands was the highest height we could ever reach. But somehow I was able to step a little bit higher with Al Capone. Which is in
0: Warlocks, the Al Capone sketch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. They're
0: talking to Charles J. Adams, this author in Al Capone's cell. And this is one of my favorite moments in the episode. Where all these shysters... <laughs> get together and then they hear they hear a spooky knock yeah. out of nowhere yeah and then
1: they all look up yeah. and start talking to the ghost it's so funny it's like when a bunch of dogs hear a knock and they all stand up and start barking but looking like everywhere and yeah. look like up and they're
0: like but my favorite part about this is that Charles J. Adams kind of like says the quiet part out loud where he's like, you know, Zach is like, you all heard that, right? And Charles is like, yes, yes, that wasn't contrived. Which. Oh, no. That, it's kind of like when McDonald's was like, we're now selling real white meat chicken. It's like, wait a minute. What was the chicken before McDonald's? Your lives may be in danger why you've seen things that weren't to be seen their next eyewitness is craig welcott's
1: is this the guy that looks like george lucas yes
0: this is the guy that looks
1: like george lucas who
0: who gave me another one of my favorite moments in
1: this episode i don't know if you this moment i fucking jotted this down i had to re-watch this several times So this guy, this guy is talking about, like, someone being in this cell and hearing things. And and this guy really doesn't like saying pussy. (laughs) Zach's like, whoa, yeah, we'll we'll bleep that out, don't worry. And as he's, like, flaffling around, the guy goes, you know, nothing all that bad. And then Zach does this, like, excuse me (laughs) look like... Like, being called a pussy is the worst possible thing Zach could ever imagine being called.
0: That look that Zach begins, gets on his face, I'm so glad you caught that.
1: It's... Yes! It's... He does this little, double, like, quick double take of, like, huh?
0: So, last episode, Dwight is there. That's right, bitches, Dwight. I remember now. And... Dwight is sitting there and he's like and Zach is like oh yeah tell me all the beeps you got daddy give me all of your beeps oh beeps are so oh <laughs> yeah, it's so
1: hot yeah. when we get beeps and this tell me about it
0: this dude fucking Craig says pussy one time and Zach is just like oh, oh we could and he looks at the camera he's like
1: oh wow we will bleep that out Pugh. Gross. Tell me the vagina. Stop! <laughs> Stop! Right before our, our our George Lucas little boy, we have the wonderful scene where... What's her name?
0: So, according to her IMDb, it's Cat, Catherine, Catty, Kit Kat, or sometimes, as her dad calls her, Katarina.
1: I will call her Kit Kat. <laughs> so, yeah. Kit Kat. Kit Kat says... Oh, we were in here in this bathroom, uh, in the in the in the 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 shower, uh, the men's shower, and uh, we were here for a for a ghost hunt. And I, you know, someone knocked over the soap, and I decided to create some levity, <laughs> and I said, "Don't drop the soap," <laughs> and someone smacked her on the ass, and it was no one. There was no one behind her. Yeah. And Zach gets like pretty excited about that. And then he's like, you know, instead of being like, do it on me, do it on my body. I think he got a little, maybe he got a memo or like someone was like, you need to stop telling women to like hit you or slap you or push you. (laughs) Um, And he's like, do it on this pipe here. Do, do the slap on the pipe there. Then the whole thing just collapses into someone's been grabbing ass in the showers in a prison. Aaron looks like it's a job for you buddy <laughs> and so they do that whole thing where like yeah dude oh Aaron's gonna be in here and Aaron's like no dude <laughs> and then he's like fist bumps with Nick and he's like yeah Nick's got my back bro hell yeah bro and then Aaron's like no dude what and the whole time I'm like dude Kit Kat's gotta be in fucking agony right now <laughs> <laughs> Stuck Ugh. stuck in a fucking like abandoned prison shower with these three insufferable fucking douchebags all just like yo bro he's gonna get fucking raped bro oh fucking bump it bro
0: yeah she's she's such an emotional person she's talking about like all the emotions that she's felt and like the sadness and how she was like recognizing that her and her friends were just like really bogged down by the emotional weight of like the leftover energy of this place and then suddenly this bro NATO perfect
1: storm Perfect storm.
0: <laughs> Obviously, you don't see Aaron's reaction, but the instant that that slap, that she slaps the fucking pipe, I just want to see Aaron's face of being like, no, I know what's about to happen. Please no. And then Zach, <laughs> Zach slowly starts looking over at him like,
1: Licking his lips. Oh, a shower room. We have meat for the shower room. <laughs> Meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> what about his legs? <laughs> he doesn't need them. What about his ass? <laughs> what about his cake? <laughs> we gonna eat that. I think that was a wrong thing for them to done. Throughout this episode, Nick is really having a bromance for Zach. Yeah. Like... Hard throughout this entire episode. And this is sort of the beginning of that when they like fist bump, where he's like, he's like, yo, dude, like, fuck Aaron, right?
0: There is like some love triangle shit happening between these three, and I really love it.
1: Kit Kat and uh, Zach are walking down the aisle. (laughs) 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 Yeah. They're already getting married. (laughs) Anyway, they're walking down this corridor and. You know, they're like, yeah, pretty angry ghosts in here. Right. And she's like, yeah, probably. And Zach's like, that's what we go for. We go for the angry ghosts. (laughs) And that's when she does the like, she's like, I've noticed. And I'm like, ooh, I love you, Kit Kat. I fucking love you.
0: Yeah. And Zach, Zach loves her too, which is why. Kit Kat got divorced not soon after.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I I uh, will let that be canon. That can be
0: canon. We are creating the lore of the Come Fight Me in the Dark universe right now. And whether or not it's true doesn't matter because we are in a post-truth era, Eric Kufnagel.
1: That's right. No, truth does not matter. Uh, subtle energy, beryllium... My, my fucking microphone the gold yeah. beryllium we're talking, subtle we're talking subtle home energy homeopathy.
0: gold beryllium <laughs> subtle energy microphone <laughs> it's got magnets
1: magic everywhere in this bitch oh boy i almost did a real hard dad joke
0: Would please
1: do it well i'm gonna say it uh, i all i can afford is the bronze Huh, the bronze beryllium
0: <laughs> gold gold in this economy no i've got a 10 <laughs> it's ni- 1999 down at the home depot it's on sale you should go down there you know talk talk to bill he's uh he's my guy down there at the home depot
1: bill's my subtle energy guy <laughs> bill's my subtle energy guy
0: uh now i have to make sure this bit gets in there because bill's my subtle energy guy is a fucking great title for this episode uh so so this master taunter is getting ready to be locked down in this prison
1: the fucking lockdown lockdown subtle energy lockdown this is how ghost adventures crew gets locked down i can't wait to get locked in here i'm just pumped you guys pumped (laughs) let's go get this started I'm nervous. No! Yeah, no, it's it's time for lockdown and and he's in a new wardrobe. He's looking hot, he's looking ready, he's looking scary. Yeah. Um, and that's when we when we meet Jesse. Yes. Fucking the most awkward who the fuck is Jesse? Yeah. He's the most simple man. And he's clearly been like waiting patiently for his moment. Yeah. Cause like he's he has a total dead face and then Zach goes like <laughs> yeah, well, it's getting a little dark, and you know what t- you know what that means. And then Jesse goes, "Um, uh, the the ghosts the ghosts run wild." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it- and 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 Zach's like, "Uh, no, no, Jesse. Nighttime is for for what, Jesse? Lockdown. That's yes, lockdown. That's right. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, but the ghost, ghosts too, right, guys? Ghosts." Yeah,
1: ghosts, ghosts will also be running wild, right? right? Okay. This is it. Last chance. Also, Aaron is dressed like he's trying to start a race war. Like, he 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 looks like every fucking like like tactical fucking racist. Tacked out with a goatee and, like, his shirt untucked and, like, pointed out like it looks like a little dress. Yes, he
0: does look like every proud boy, which is not, I mean, he's not wearing yellow,
1: thank God. Uh, He's the only boy I'm proud (laughs) of.
0: Aaron is the only boy that we are allowed to be proud of culturally these yeah, days.
1: Yeah, no, Aaron Goodwin, the only proud boy. <laughs> the, only,
0: the only boys you can be proud of are those who take big steps.
1: I'm proud of my big stepping boy. <laughs> my big step. <laughs> oh, when when Aaron when Aaron takes his first steps. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh ho, ho. when he was a baby he was like oh ho, ho, what
0: and his parents were like dude <laughs> that was such a
1: big step dude
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he lo- he did that like full mouth that full fish mouth like oh, oh
0: that's that's Aaron that's how he got into filmmaking is that his parents were really into it they filmed everything it was just like they filmed their reactions on like betamax as he took his first steps like oh ho, ho, dude. <laughs> That's my big steppin' boy! <laughs> canon. Absolutely canon. I never should open my damn mouth <laughs> Every time I open my mouth, it gets me in trouble. It took and took until almost the end of the second season, but a wonderful oh. recurring character comes back.
1: My favorite! <laughs> Oh my god, I just I, I have it written down in my in my notes, it's the return of my favorite Zach, Zach Began's character, <laughs> the asshole newbie prison guard <laughs> I'm the new guard in town I want the strongest guy in here cause I'm the new guard, are you looking at me? you have a shank? And guess what? That's what's gonna happen I'm the new guard, I'm telling you to get in your cells and never get out i'm the new guard in town and i got a big old key yeah. i got one key I, and it can open any door but it could also close doors
0: and the, and this is another part of like the nick and zach bromance because nick is just like dude that key is so cool where'd you get
1: that key? straight bro? up nick is beaming yeah beaming At Zach at at the end of this scene, like he 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 comes into shot and he looks like a proud dad. He looks like Zach caught his first like pitch. Yeah,
0: exactly. What do you have a key? Yeah, this is a guard key. That's awesome. Zach and Nick trying to get people to attack them as guards. Like Zach is putting his head into cells, being like, "Are you gonna shank me? You gonna shank me? You gotta shank."
1: Look at, yeah, look at my neck. Look at my neck. Look at my neck. Look at my body. I want
0: the biggest <laughs> boy in here to shake me with his biggest toy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then and he does this thing where he's like he he opens the door and he's like you're free to come out. Now you can do you can do a full-on attack. And it sounds like me playing with fucking action figures as a child. Yeah. But anyways, this is where we get a fucking like one of the scariest EVPs I've ever heard in the show.
0: It, it really starts slow because Zach is doing his shtick of like, uh, I'm the guard. You can shiv me up your up in my neck. I want a big boy. <laughs> Please, big boy. Open my neck. I saw on the death ledger that somebody opened their neck. Why don't you do that to me, you big, strong, sexy boy? Who's the hottest and biggest boy?
1: Why don't you masturbate me to death?
0: (laughs) He just pulls out his dick. He's like, do you want to jerk me off to death?
1: Puts it through the bars. (laughs) (laughs) Pull this. Pull this. Oh, my God. That's right. Come and touch me over here. I can feel you. Then he has Aaron put him and Nick in a fucking room in a in a cell right because he keeps hearing like noises in this cell
0: zach on the voiceover says we decided to isolate the experience in here and then they start doing their thing so we actually we actually get like uh three evps in a row
1: yeah and one of them they pick up on like just straight up like recording. Yes. Like it's it's a disembodied voice at that point. It's not a it's not an EVP. So at first they get the EVP that's like somebody saying I I knew God. God and I'm like oh metal fucking sick. That is straight up such like Hellraiser shit.
0: So I want to pitch something to you Eric Oofnagel. There there are definitely like EVPs that are good, they're they're okay, and then there's some that are like great. And I think we need a scale yeah. to rate the EVPs. The I knew God, God EVP is okay. Like I could hear I knew. And then it was like,
1: I mean, for real, it does sound like Aaron breathing. Yeah.
0: Well, and that that's the thing is that I think that there there's three tiers. There's bad. Okay. And great. And I think that, uh, I think Aaron Goodwin gives us the ratings for each one. Like bad is Aaron saying, "Dude," <laughs> and an okay one is Aaron being like, "Bro," and then a really good EVP yeah. warrants and, uh huh,
1: oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, I think that's great.
0: I knew God, God. Yeah, the second one is, this one is a bad one because I couldn't hear a single thing. So this is a, Dude. this is another like really creepy one. If it actually says what it says, cause it says hungry.
1: Dude, are you kidding me? You didn't hear that one? No, it's not that good. You can hear it. You can hear it. Just go. It's the most, it's the most like, it's the clearest one I've ever heard.
0: Are you sure you're not getting it mixed up with the the next one?
1: No, the one that goes hungry goes like hungry. It's like Oh? It sounds okay. like it's in the room. So the
0: first one, I knew God is a bro, hungry, we'll get we'll split the yeah. difference. I said that was a dude. You said that's an Oh my god. So that's a that's a bro. Yeah,
1: yeah. The next one yeah.
0: is when they after after getting those two EVPs, they eventually leave this cell and start moving down and then about like Forty minutes after they leave, the static camera they leave there catches a full like high, which is just sounds like somebody whispering. Dude, and that that got me. I
1: have already. That is an. Oh my god!
0: A hundred percent.
1: Oh my god! Straight up, like the neck hairs up, neck hairs up, like. Oh yeah
0: yeah no and
1: like it is some scary house on haunted hill scary shit. that's
0: like that's like one of those evps where you know if we're we're accepting the fiction we're accepting the reality that these people are not trying to be shysters on us and that there there isn't like any it's not contrived as one of our art as charles would say and given that it sounds so fucking like nightmarishly freaky. Like if I heard that alone in a, in the dark, I'd run. I'd fucking oh, be yeah. sprinting a thousand I percent.
1: Would poop freely. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. I would leave without lo- using my legs by just shitting. That scared the <laughs> out of me, and I still have to button my fly
0: up. And they find the mad chair room, which God, what a funny name. <laughs>
1: it sounds like something that my parents would have for me (laughs) as a child oh my like go and sit in your mad chair eric eric (laughs)
0: how my god you know what i you know what i wrote down about that i have it i have in my notes the mad chair sounds like some montessori school ass shit i bet eric knows something (laughs) about that
1: You got me, boy. You got me. That's it. Fucking mad chair. Um, Eric... Go and sit in the mad chair. I
0: know, uh, Frank... Frank hit you with the shovel because you were <laughs> ruining the Indian paintbrush. Do you need some time in the mad chair? <laughs> I, I,
1: he hit me with the fucking shovel! Jesus Christ, dude. My, my hatred of, like... Injustice started pretty early. I was bullied when I was a kid, and I hate when other people are bullied. And to hear the pain, to hear the fright in this guy's voice—this is when it makes what we do meaningful. But this is this is one of my favorite scenes uh, because Zach hurts himself in a dumb way and then blames everyone for it yeah yeah there's a little like bar across the doorway yeah and he tries to climb under it which is not a good idea and he hurts his back and that's when we get just the most delicious sound bites
0: this is the love triangle because nick is playing both sides because nick says you should have gone over it. And then he looks immediately to Aaron with the biggest shit-eating grin. This, like, full-on, like, got him! Fucking, like, look <laughs> on his face. So they they slap, they slap Zach in the mad chair. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, they tie him up. And then they start hearing noises, like doors opening down the hallway, scratching and stuff. And then there's just this, like... There's just something so kinky about like strapping this like hard body fucking like bad boy to a chair and, and then having him like beg everyone to come in and do whatever they want to him.
0: (laughs) He's got like a humiliation fetish. (laughs) Like, please,
1: please, I'm helpless. Do something. Come here. Fucking do whatever you want. I'm strapped down. I can't move. I'm in the mad chair. I've been a real bad boy. Where's
0: the biggest boy? I've been still looking for the biggest big owl.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god. So they they get Zack out of the, the the mad chair and then they start using a piece of technology where it's like it's one of that one of those things where it's like why isn't this part of every fucking investigation, guys? They start doing the the digital still pictures.
1: Well, I think the reason why I honestly think that the reason why they use it is because it makes scary looking pictures. It does. Um, cuz it does this like like infrared flash that they can't see. Um so it's like these crazy blown out like heavy contrast images and mm-hmm. it records the the moon phase which is apparently applicable
0: and uh you know richard senate has to be very careful at this moment because we know in the continuity of come fight me in the dark it is richard senate that's been leading them on their ghost hunt by making these noises at all of the haunted areas so they could get the evidence
1: (laughs) is it all of them have we have we leveled it up to all of them well no so
0: what he's doing he's he he is sowing the seeds he's like a paranormal johnny apple seed he 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 does the initial Mm. knock and then he scuttles covered in mud naked down (laughs) and they're like dude did you hear that like a worm (laughs) like about five cells (laughs) down we just heard something let's go and then he's just like on his belly just
1: like dude Nothing would be more frightening if one of those pictures came out and it you see nude Richard Senate laying on the ground covered in mud, just like a like full-on planking and like looking like up at the camera and his eyes are flashing. Well, the, dude nah the most, that would I wouldn't sleep ever again. The devil has the voice of many waters.
0: Aaron thinks he sees a shadow figure which is Richard Sennett, uh scampering off to the next location and Zach calls Aaron out for leading them down the wrong path because it didn't turn out to be a shadow figure so Zach takes a moment in episode to include the picture that didn't get anything and be like well Aaron was wrong <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah! It's so dumb! There's no reason! Yeah. There's no reason to include that. It's just
0: so that uh oh, it's just because so like after you know, after the season's wrapped and Zach's doing the rough cut, he's like, Uh hey Aaron, why don't you come in here and watch this uh rough cut with me, bud? And he gets to that scene, and he's just looking at Aaron, it's like Yeah, that's right. You were bad. You were bad at your yeah. job. Do
1: you see what you did? Do you see what you did? <laughs> Yeah, a whole pile of nothing.
0: So Zach, uh, to try and like outdo Aaron, is like, "Hey, we should go to where the inmates would go to get pleasure," which is, of course, the the yard. So they go outside <laughs> and they keep hearing some knocking sounds, which you know Richard Spencer's like tapping on fences, like, "Come on, boys, come on, I got something to show you." Richard said oh it. Oh my god, fucking damn it, dude! <laughs> I don't know what's. <laughs> I got (laughs) Dwight! I did Dwight right!
1: Oh, man! Two
0: out of three ain't bad. According to (laughs) Meatloaf, two out of three ain't bad.
1: So so they hear this knocking, and then they're like, are you knocking right now? And it's like, (laughs) you know? So they're, like, getting really excited, and they try to get into the building that they hear the knocking from, and then they get lost and end up in the wrong building, but they find coffins. So yeah fucking zach is on fire at this point he is like he's hearing knocking he's getting responses from ghosts he's outside he's getting fresh air there's a fucking coffin he's just oh man he's on it
0: again like he keeps hearing knocking which is either richard senate hey did it and he's either richard senate hiding <laughs> under the like the brie in there or it's a fucking rat because it's of fucking delphia <laughs> man there are rats everywhere. Yeah. I don't we can't keep I can't keep calling out rats every episode, but it's fucking rats. Like 90% of the time it's goddamn rats.
1: I mean 90% of the time it's a fucking bird. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other percent it's a fucking rat.
0: It's 90% birds, 8% rats, 2% naked, learned historians and paranormal researchers.
1: <laughs> Rachel said it. Uh, <laughs> 0.5% real ghosts.
0: <laughs> so uh, they they take like 200 pictures in total of with infrared cameras and they only get one that shows anything.
1: And it's so boring. It's so boring. What do you
0: think about this doorway to the other side, Eric? If they had
1: shown us any evidence that there was a doorway there that like didn't have lights on, then I would have believed them. But like it looked like like either a doorway with lights on inside yeah or or it's a reflection but like he immediately does his his you know zach Begin's like jump to conclusions and he's like is this a gateway to the other side yeah have we found the gate to hell
0: if we walk through this door will i finally be able to fight the archangel michael and throw his sword through his head
1: will i be able to wrestle his hard body to the ground
0: i want the biggest angel right here right now <laughs> <laughs> they get the fucking doorway to the other side which is again nothing sandwich i like who fucking knows and then they they do a cute little good the bad the ugly bit where everybody's filming each other in a big old circle. They're all they're all doing a circle jerk here.
1: Yeah, they're like, look, I'm filming you, you're filming him, and he's filming me. And we're all gonna fucking split up. And Aaron, you know what that means. So they send they send Nick to the to the, the area where the, the, the guard was killed with the sewing machine. Aaron goes to the infirmary, which is, like, really scary and really fucked up, and Zach gets to go and hang out in the fucking pleasure palace that is the fully decked out cool room for Al Capone. Which
0: is, like, the least arguably the least haunted place in the fucking plate like the whole facility like why even go there it's nothing well it's
1: because he wanted to sit down in a comfortable chair yeah.
0: he wanted to have the, the, the fun and he starts immediately by calling Al Capone Alfonso and then he like takes to the camera gives himself a big old manly pat in the back by and being like wow this guy I'm taunting Al Capone here oh ho, ho. Watch out for this guy. I'm
1: taunting Al Capone.
0: All right, Alfonso.
1: Oh, <laughs> Fucking uh, Nick gets called out by some ghosts that kind of are saying his name.
0: These are these are just two dudes in a row. Where it kind of it does ugh. like dude, dude, like Nick. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Yeah, yeah no it's it's just it's it's like a it it sounds like they're just peaking the the white noise yeah <laughs> volume really quick yeah and it <sharp> makes it sound like it's saying nick and you know with these like one syllable fucking names like nick and zach yeah you're gonna get all kinds of things that sound like that well exactly you know? it's
0: it's not a high where it's like <sighs> where it's like over like two seconds yeah. it's like yeah like it's it's nothing but the only the only really interesting one is Aaron.
1: <laughs> so he's like, he's standing in a in a corridor with a door, you know, a fucking doorway behind him uh, and in front of him, and he's got like a camera on himself. He's in the dark, and like clearly you can hear footsteps. Yeah, like Ch- crunching. Ch- yeah, and he's like, "Are you coming up behind me, dude? What?" Are you coming up behind me right now? And he tries to leave and he's like, but I'm hearing it. So he like runs back and he's like, "Oh
0: no, no!" That's my favorite thing is like right as he's about to leave, he hears some shit and he's like, oh man, should I, I don't know if I should leave. And he just posts up and he says, all right, you guys, whoever here, I'm out. And then he just fucking <laughs> yeah. Bolts. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out. I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. Great idea. Yeah, we are we are wrapped for this episode, and I've got to say, I've, I I think I gave the last episode a seven out of ten. This one, I think, nudges up to about an eight.
1: It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I okay, so I will dock it points only because we don't get any cool visual shit
0: no poltergeist activity no shadows no none of none of like the really spooky stuff we do get for the second episode of the row a full oh my god EVP yes (laughs) yeah It's, it's definitely worth the ride and speaking of the ride Zach Bagans we are the new guards in town and it's time challenge you to come fight us (laughs) in the dark
1: in the dark this is very dangerous guys it's like we're going into the attack i'll be ready to perform an exorcism show me your power you guys are playing with fire i want to do something here
0: because i don't know what you have in store yeah we know that but i i wanted to throw a setting good everything about this Okay. Episode maybe think of specifically a setting for the challenge. So I kind of want to set the table for you and see if your thing gels with it. What do you say?
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to change it. No.
0: No, no, no changing. No changing. What I want to do because we are trying to give ourselves the most tactical advantage over Zach Bagans and his funky bunch. And one weakness that yeah. Zach exposed here is that he gets hard for doors and i feel like <laughs>
1: yes. he might yes. if
0: if you put him in a place with too many doors he will be paralyzed by the choice and unable to act so i want to have this Ooh. haunting this 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 fight happen at a location in the world that has the most wow. doors out there.
1: What is this, like the Winchester Mansion? Oh my
0: god, that would be great. There's too many doors!
1: <laughs> and it's spooky! <laughs> yeah, door, doors doors that lead to nowhere. Doors that don't even open. Fuck
0: yes, it's the Winchester Mansion. There's too many doors. Zach will never even get out of the fucking entranceway because he'll be like, there's so many
1: doors! He's got too many choices and he might fizzle out. I like that. I have to read out loud how Zach ends the episode, so that you will understand the choice I've made. Mm-hmm. So as the as the episode ends, Zach usually gives us a little breakdown, a little poem, but this time he got really poetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes and it goes a little like this: the history of Eastern State Penitentiary is that of isolation and madness, of torture and fear. The imprint of that time still exists within the jail's crumbling walls. Shadows dart and whispers echo through the corridors. The trees and weeds reclaiming the building are the silent companions to the ghosts of of the angry, the lonely, and the insane eternally trapped within the Cold Stone. Mm -hmm. Cold Stone. Cold Stone Creamery. we are going to have an ice cream (laughs) off. And um, I know it's a little cliche for uh, prison, but um, I think that I can make a better ice cream um, mashup than than our boy, Zaki. And uh, I think that if all the ingredients all the possible ingredients are behind different doors? How? Zach's fucked. How? how do, Zach is how absolutely How do we do
0: fucked. this every...
1: <laughs> Wishes and Warlocks we don't plan
0: this but I, randomly we have created a, a complete mental lockdown for Zach. There's a thousand doors, there's a thousand mixers.
1: Yeah, a brain freeze. A brain freeze. <laughs>
0: That's right. This is the brain freeze challenge, Zachy boy.
1: Wow. Try me. Try me, you stupid bitch. I'm so much better at making ice cream. I can fucking fold so many ingredients into some fucking ice cream. I'm a fat boy for life. And Zach hasn't touched ice cream in how many years? Zach Zach
0: has only eaten protein-laden ice cream that takes all the joy out of it. And Aaron only eats the nuts off of the top. So they are fucked.
1: (laughs) You can't fold protein powder into your ice cream, al- along with like g- like gummy vitamins. <laughs> it's not gonna be good.
0: Oh, that's <laughs>
1: <hilarious>. <laughs> So meet us at the Winchester, the Winchester fucking, the Winchester Castle for our our ice cream off because it's gonna be yummy. And we're going to get to watch a man fucking lose his mind.
0: This is like the most fun (laughs) of all of the challenges that we have put out. This is the one that I actually want to happen because an ice cream scavenger hunt through the wind... A haunted ice cream scavenger hunt through the Winchester Manor sounds like an amazing time. (laughs) The only way that we're going to be able to find each other in the dark is after eating too much ice cream, the sounds of our indigestions getting picked up on the EVT. Just (laughs) all the like...
1: My fucking heavy breathing.
0: (laughs) Your heavy breathing and my lactose intolerance that I don't acknowledge, but I fucking like... (laughs)
1: And that's when Joel shits his way out of the out of the fucking fight.
0: Yeah Zach <gasps> Zack opens up a door. <laughs>
1: They've got like three bowls in
0: front of me and I'm just like squatting, just like, oh
1: no. <laughs> and that's when we heard an unexplained scream. <laughs> is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not gonna make me scream like a little girl that's more sure show yourself
0: (laughs) bringing it home fuck man fucking pretty good stuff that's uh (laughs) you know we we continually deliver on this podcast we really do
1: (laughs) can i pat myself on my own ass about this fucking podcast
0: that's right fight us in the dark zach and then we'll stop gotta come meet us in the dark this is the song that we sing about fighting in the dark that's how the podcast ends
1: oh god all right all right joel i think that we've done it that's it (laughs) another one in the can
0: let's see what we have next in store oh is it my favorite episode
1: oh shit (gasps) it is It's your favorite episode next? Damn, dude. The
0: Moon River Brewery in Savannah, Georgia. Ooh, we're going down south. And you know what they say about the south, Eric. It's hot and it's wet. We're getting ready for some (sighs) wet hauntings. (laughs) So join us next time, Witches and Warlocks.
1: Eric hey joel love you good job i love you (laughs) i love you buddy yeah (laughs) bye
0: all right all you witches and warlocks thank you so much for listening me and eric really appreciate it we love doing this nonsense so if you love it please follow us on twitter at cfmitd please send all of your questions your fan art of zach doing horrible things to Aaron to Aaron spelled A-A-R-O-N is a bottom biatch, B-I-A-T-C-H at gmail.com. Find us on Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave us a review, like us, give us some five stars. It helps promote the show. If you want to share it around, show your friends, we would really appreciate it. Thanks. We love you. Have a good night.